Welcome into the Thursday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thank you so much for joining us. It's August 24th. Wow, a couple of days into Virgo season, and here we go. I am going to set up the weekend and probably leave you with an audiobook excerpt tomorrow. We get a couple of days to digest what happened yesterday with Mercury going retrograde in the afternoon, the sun entering Virgo in the morning. Remember yesterday we talked about that grand trine, that earth trine that was in the middle of Virgo season? Well, one of the legs of that trine goes exact today, and that's the Mars to Pluto leg. You know, we didn't mention this yesterday, and it's a great point to think about today because I'm thinking about my buddy Chet out there who is saying, okay, that's great. How does that apply to me? What does that mean? Well, it's power symbolism. But depending on which side of the timeline you're on, does Pluto have to do death and rebirth reconstruction in some area, or is it clear to move forward? If it's clear to move forward, you have a cooperative relationship between the two power planets. This is why I was really excited about that natal chart, if you will, that we discussed at length yesterday. And here is one leg of it. And yes, the relationship between Mars and Pluto, not only for today, but I'm saying we can continue this energy as a natal chart right on through Virgo season. That relationship is one of octane power. And because it is an Earth trine, both planets in Earth signs, it has a groundedness to it. And because Pluto is retrograde, you could even take that one step further and that this, if, if you are self-reflective and if you are doing your spiritual practice and if you are into your work, your path, etc., and if there is an area of your life that you have identified that you would like an extra transformative move to see change in your life in a particular area, this is an amazing transit for that. And you get to play with it for a whole month. So think about that. I mean, really work that into your spiritual plan. There is a power symbolism here as well. So you have Jupiter and Uranus slowing down up in Taurus. They want to give you good surprises. Mars and Pluto want it to be powerful. This is where if you are walking on your path right now, this is really a pretty exciting time. In my book, I mean, I might, you know, maybe I'm completely misreading this, but I see good things here. Who wants to argue about a grand Earth trine? With Jupiter and Uranus and Pluto and Mars all cooperative? Wow. Now let's follow the moon basically into the weekend because at 4.07 this morning the moon enters Sagittarius. So your Thursday and Friday are under the Sag moon and then early Saturday morning at 9.05 a.m. Eastern time the moon enters Capricorn. So you get to play for a couple of days, and then you get to uh, really buckle down over the weekend. So, <laughs> wait a minute. Be careful what you do on Friday if you get invited out somewhere. You're going to have that Sag spirit in you. But basically the one that I wanted to point to. So we're using the moon to get us to Sunday, because two things happen early Sunday morning. First of all, the sun opposes Saturn. We'll come back to that here in just a second. But we do have a sign change. Remember Mars was at the tail end of Virgo. Well, it enters Libra Sunday morning at 9.20 a.m. And that's why I love being able to keep this Virgo natal chart that we talked about for the last couple of days in our pocket because we get to experience the energy of Mars in that trine to Pluto, even as it peels off in the sky. So as it moves on into Libra, 
And yes, it is in detriment in Libra because Mars rules Aries. Aries is the opposite. Libra is the opposite sign to Aries. So Mars is in detriment in Libra. Aren't you glad you listen to the Fun Astrology Podcast and you get to keep that Virgo chart in your pocket for the next month? Yes, <laughs> we'll take it. And yet there is that dance because Mars will now be grumpy for the next several weeks. It uh, enters Scorpio, which, of course, it ruled in ancient astrology before Pluto was discovered in 1930, and that happens on October 12th. But the big one, really, I think, of the weekend, and we are pointing toward it now, so Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then it culminates Sunday morning, is when the sun opposes Saturn, and that happens at uh, 4.28 in the morning Eastern time. Now, this is a big one for financial astrologers. If you are analyzing a company, for example, for investment, or see, this is why companies need astrologers. Because if you were forming a company, you would not form it on Sunday, or Monday, or Friday. And it will be interesting to see what Ray Merriman says about this on Saturday, because typically the markets get grumpy around the sun opposing Saturn. Of course, the last several weeks have all been down weeks in the market. I'm trying to turn around here as I'm recording this midweek, but we will see, and we could have a down streak again kick in either late this week or early next around the sun opposing Saturn. Now, see what that is to me is just a mirror of the mundane. What are you and I going to do with this? Saturn is in Pisces. To me, Pisces, being ruled by Neptune, represents spirituality. It is in retrograde at four degrees. It's at the beginning of the sign. I think how you could best describe this aspect is what I've been doing and feeling for the last month to six weeks on the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast on our Sunday Spirituality series, where I've been talking about having your purest highest timeline walk. That was the one we did last Sunday, is to say that if you are in this game of really balancing the spiritual path and the physical path with Saturn in Pisces in retrograde and the sun opposing it, is to say, be willing to look at anything that is holding you back from your purest highest timeline and purge it. Remember, Saturn in its purest form is Lord Karma, let's say. The positive side of that is if you're working with the energies, it will help you easily remove something, or with moderate difficulty, depending on how tight the grip is. But this is to say, loosen the grip and let stuff go. And just say, Saturn, I know you're there. We don't have to make this dark. We don't have to make this destructive. Let's just remove this particular block from my life and ask for the help. The energy is there in a positive way if you choose the positive path. That's when you can repeat over and over and over, I am on my highest timeline. I am on my highest timeline. It's a great line. I can't remember where I heard it the first time, but I thought, oh, that's it. That just capsulizes everything in one sentence. You can wake up in the morning, I am on my highest timeline. And Saturn just says, is there an obstacle in the way? Is there something you truthfully know that needs to be removed? Is there a structure you could put in place? Maybe there's not. What could you do to up your game? You know, you get to a point with anything when you become proficient with something. And let's just say that you're, you've really minded your spiritual path and you're on a good journey. You're like the professional athlete. 
You're not on the B team anymore. You've graduated to the varsity, and now you've become a pro. You're advancing, as you should be. Well, the degrees of improvement are smaller and smaller. Now a 10% change makes a big difference. You get to the point where a 5% change makes a big difference. A 3%, a 1% change. Well, look for the 1% if that's where you are in your game. But find some way to make a slight improvement. The energies are with you. All right, if you guys will allow me to move around a little bit over the next couple of days, I'm going to leave you with some Steve Forrest wit and wisdom tomorrow. I'll be back with Ray Merriman on Saturday and then back again here on Monday. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful weekend, and I will talk with you next on Saturday.